1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10x podcast. This week I want to share with you an example of some really awesome podcast repurposing and I have a great guest on the show Steve Davis aka Studio Steve. So he is the creative director of H13 Radio and the producer and host of Pod Sound School. So Steve has been obsessed with sound and specifically recording and manipulating electronic sound since he was a little child and in 2017 he started his own recording studio where he specialised in recording and producing bands and hip hop artists so really cool work and all of this experience and passion over the years has now led him into the wonderful world of podcasting and he loves telling stories painting pictures using audio and podcasting has become a really great passion of Steve's so Pod Sound School help podcasters sound awesome basically really focus on the sound quality of podcasts. Steve and his lovely UIFronica do a great job. And I went on to the Pod Sound School podcast recently to talk about repurposing, of course. And I was absolutely blown away by how cool the podcast was and how cool the repurposing was as well. So firstly, welcome to the show, Steve.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, Amy. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Thank you. And what did I miss from that intro of yours?
0: No, that was a really nice intro. I'm thank you for that. I, I think you pretty much got everything.
1: It's really cool your background from the, um, you know, recording studio and music and producing music to um, moving over to podcasting. Is, do you, are you still involved in music production?
0: Yeah, I still, yeah. you know, I, I dabble in it quite a bit. Um, but mostly, no, I actually got more involved in in film production and television production, just sound sweetening and mm-hmm. And looking to make more revenue, then then it's not very easy to make money from the music side Mm. of things.
1: (laughs) No, I can imagine. Yeah. And Mm. you've been working, so you focus on podcasting, has been, um, for how long have you been focused more in that area?
0: Yeah, really. And podcasting has just been a couple of years now. I've been focusing in that area and it's been such a warm community and such a great experience that it's really where I'm trying to direct more of my attention now is into podcasting.
1: And it's such a growing um, industry as well, such a growing medium. It's going up every year in terms of the number of people listening and discovering podcasts. So um, it's a really great area to be in. And, and like you said, uh, similar to me, I found it to be a very warm industry as well, very welcoming. So, um, yeah, it's all good, isn't it? I, lo- I love
0: podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> I, love, it's- I-,
1: I love what you do um, in terms of helping people with actually sounding great, basically, on their podcast, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, that's, it's medium of audio. So that's where I wanted to give back to the community and I'm lucky enough to have my wife helping me with it as well too. And we're growing. Um, we received such warm welcome from the community when we were doing podcasts, our first podcast a couple of years ago that we wanted to give back. And since I'm an audio guy, it just seemed like the the way to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I came onto your episode um, for Pod Sound School in, I think it was mid April around. Easter time during April um, and we had a great discussion all about content repurposing and re- repurposing podcasts so I'll put the link over to your show in the show notes for this episode but then as I mentioned I was so blown away by the great repurposing that you went on to do um, after I'd been on your show so um, I mean there's one aspect that was wonderful that I want to come on to in a minute but firstly could you just um, kind of talk me through what is the process for your um, podcast like post-production and repurposing.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm happy to uh, hear that you were blown away by that. That's mm-hmm. great because uh, we were actually very inspired by you. We discovered you when we were first developing our our product and everything, and it was the whole idea is we wanted to expand it beyond a podcast, and so that's how we got into this whole concept of repurposing to begin with. So we start as a podcast. It always starts with the audio, whether it's an interview episode like with with uh, we did with you or a scripted episode, and then from there we think of different ways we can repurpose it so obviously we want to put it into a blog and into written content but then also into video and from video we just wanted to do something that was streamlined and maybe didn't take an outrageous amount of time but that was also very fun and entertaining to watch and so that brought us into the idea of animating Ourselves and animating our guests. And so there was a learning curve involved in that for me, uh, a pretty extensive learning curve, but it was one that I was willing to do because we really were just trying to do something different um, with video. And we knew that video was a pretty powerful uh, medium to, you know, kind of brand ourselves or stand out from maybe what other podcasters were doing.
1: Yeah. And it can be hard to convert audio into video. So what you came up with in terms of creating this animation is it's such a great idea. So do you want to just explain? So I I know you do different things for different guests, but for me, um, I'll put the link and the video and everything into the show notes. But you essentially turned me into a um, cartoon character, basically, didn't you? Into a, <laughs> yes. into a
0: superhero. <laughs> into a superhero, which was uh, Veronica's idea, actually. Mm-hmm. That um, she was like, I w- she should be in a superhero costume. And I'm like, really? I don't know about that. <laughs> no, she, she'll love it. She'll love it. Just do it. So, we, uh, yeah, basically. Uh, Well, the technical side of things is, well, first off, yeah, we turned, we made shortened our podcast interview. So you have to listen to the podcast to hear the whole interview. And we find that it's better to do that. YouTube, the YouTube audience wants a little bit of shorter content. So then we also kind of turned it into a story a little bit. Like we had these little microphone characters who were having trouble with their podcast and reaching an audience. And so. Um, Amy Woods to the rescue to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, help them with uh, content repurposing as a, as a way to reach more people, as a way to brand themselves. And yeah, so that was just really fun. And, um, you know, that's it, it, it's a little bit time consuming to do that, but I think it's really worth it. And it goes into what you were saying when you were on our show is, you know, if it takes you two hours to edit your podcast episode, then you really ought to put aside another six hours or nine hours to repurpose it, you know, so it's create repurpose, create repurpose, which I think is a really, um, uh, nice way of looking at doing things because it, it, you just get so much more out of your work. And yeah, so with, uh, with that video, that's how the idea, so Veronica comes up with a lot of the ideas and then I'm just, I execute them. So, uh, <laughs> How we did that was with uh, the creative, the Adobe Creative Cloud Suite, um, which is something I've been dabbling around for years with my experience with video production. But I had no idea first getting into this how to do it. So I just a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of tutorials, things like that. Um, and then eventually I actually reached out to a graphic guy to help me design the character. So we had a graphic guy design your character in Adobe Illustrator, and then that works with this new program called Adobe Character Animator. Um, all of these programs come with the Adobe char- uh, Creative Cloud. that you It's, I think, $50 a month or something wow. like that. Okay. Yeah, and um, what's really cool about it is you can uh, – sync the puppet's mouth to the audio. So I w- imported your audio track after I edited it and put it down to the size I wanted for the video. I imported it into Character Animator and uh, synced your voice to it so the mouth automatically moved to it. So that saves tremendous amount of hours it, than it would for me to make a puppet's mouth move manually. You know?
1: Wow, that's really intelligent, isn't it? So it, yeah. it picks up the... The sound, like beats and the ups and down, and then it just automatically moves the mouth. Basically, that's amazing, yeah. isn't
0: it? Yeah, uh-huh. it has these different um, mouth shapes for certain sounds, like ah, uh, e, oh, ooh, and um. Oh. It can pick those up from your speech and recognize those and apply it to your puppet. In, in, in a very quick amount of time. And then the, the fun part, I really ought to record myself doing it, is then it uh, actually has a camera tracker on it that, that can track your face. And so I am actually acting out your character <laughs> with it. And so that's pretty fun. I got to, you know, get behind the Amy puppet. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and right. uh, yeah, and so I move my head back and forth or to the side. And it knows how to move with the different, the the shapes that the puppet has. And now the, you know, so like I said, that's a kind of a lot of work that you have to go into if you don't know how to do any of that. There's a huge learning curve. But what's also cool about the program is it comes with some built-in puppets all ready to go. It also comes with a puppet that's just eyeballs and a smile, which is how I created those little microphone characters at the beginning of, of the video, which is just um, by importing little a little image of the microphone and then it, it put the eyes on top of that image so you could creatively do that with like a photo of yourself and turn a photo of yourself into this moving cartoon thing and there's just lots of creative options that kind of speed up the process and and give you a lot of different really the only limit is your imagination as far as what you can do with with some of these programs it's pretty cool
1: it is it's really cool isn't it so it's basically audio to cartoon repurposing audio to animation (laughs) repurposing which is so cool and I I love what you did in terms of you didn't just take the whole like section of audio and and put that onto a cartoon character but you actually created a story as you said so you took you worked out where you could um, edit out and kind of slice up the different things that I'd said through the time that we spoke and then you turned that into a story where like, you know, there was, there were different questions, you know, the little characters were asking me questions weren't they and I was answering and it was just really <laughs> cool because never would I have imagined when I was on the podcast that it would it would you know be repurposed in such a creative way and whenever I shared that with anybody that I know hey you know take a look at this everybody was just like that's awesome that's so cool like how do you do that and I just think um you know for those of you who are listening to the show and you have audio content you have a uh, podcast content and you are maybe thinking how could you do something cool into more video format? And you know there's loads of options. We often create you know graphics, that changes the audio changes, or you can create audiograms, but this is like just the next level, isn't it? It's like you said, obviously a little bit more time consuming. But then the output after spending that extra time is really different, really stand out and it's just um, really cool, isn't it? It's awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, you know, that's something that um, it kind of can even go into branding too that, you know, obviously with branding, we think about color schemes or our logos or things like that. But I like to also think that maybe part of your brand can be that quality or that extra time that you put into things. And that's what people come to expect from from your product. Um, I think the, the problem with that, though, is is being able to bake in that time to it, uh, especially if you're an independent podcaster, you're not getting paid for it, or you're just a, a business that's just starting up and it's you doing everything on your own. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of hours that go into animating yeah. uh, a video. But you know so like for for example with with your video it was uh it was a full day of work for me it was like a good 6 or 7 hours to make that yeah, video probably okay. probably you know and so that's uh but, i mean and that's with cutting up the audio and everything else too um and that's after i made five or six of these videos so it's uh, the first video that i made took a few days to figure yeah. out how to do it you know so
1: yeah so it takes time but what did you what could you do when you'd created the video that goes onto YouTube, as you mentioned, it's how long is it? About four or five minutes, is it? I
0: I think it's something like yeah, five, six, seven minutes. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Uh huh.
1: Did you then go on to repurpose that into yet more smaller videos for Instagram and, and yeah social platforms?
0: Yeah, uh huh. And that's something that uh, right, I used this uh, app called Magisto. Okay, and. Um, there's a couple other apps like Magisto. Magisto's, I think it's kind of outrageously pricey, $30 a month. Um, But it's really cool because it does it all for you. And it's kind of you upload your own videos or you upload your own pictures. And then you can select the style of video editing you want and you select music to go with it. And then it uploads it to its server. It takes five or 10 minutes and then it spits this video back at you that it's created that's synced up to the music and everything. So it kind of takes all the work out, for, work out of it yeah. for you. And it's really perfect for Instagram and for Twitter because you can, um, it will do it either, uh, the dim- it'll change the dimensions to fit the, the platform really well. And so what, we, what I did is I just would cut up little chunks of the video that I liked, you know, with you and your superhero costume flying through the air and things like that. And then I uploaded that into Magisto and sort of, I chose the movie trailer option on the Magisto and chose some dramatic movie music to go with it and added some text to it that said, you know, made it look like a movie trailer. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah. And then there's a little 15 second thing, hopefully to spark curiosity and just be like, what are these what are these guys doing at the Pod Sound School? I think they they might be out of their minds, you know? <laughs>
1: well, I think what you've done is you've come out and you, you're you immediately, you know, doing something different though, aren't you? And it's a re- really different um, vibe that you get. As soon as you land on your social, as soon as you look at your content, there's, you know, plenty of people, I guess, out there who are, working in the podcasting space, helping people, podcast coaches, things like that. But when you look at your content, it's so well-branded and it's so consistent and it's so different as well in terms of what you're doing. It's really just helping you stand out, isn't it? So all of this um, creative work that you're doing and things that you're doing a little bit differently, it's just really helping you to to um, stand out amongst what can sometimes be quite a, a crowd, can't it? It's quite busy out there in the kind of podcast coaching and helping world.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and well, thank. think, yeah, that's nice to hear. And also, yeah, I, I think it's the, the world out there, even if it's not in coaching and stuff too, there's just so much competition. It's hard to stand out. Yeah. But the other thing about it is it's just really fun, you know? And I think that that's something that as I've been in and out of having bosses and trying to be my own boss throughout the years is just become something that's like one of my uh, I don't know the word for it, but it's just, if it's not fun for me, I think it's not worth my time, you know, because I feel like that fun and that passion is something that if it's in your project, it's just going to draw you towards success even more. Um, and so it's just so much fun. It's really fun to work with my wife, Veronica, and she just comes up with these crazy ideas. I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah, we can make that happen. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not sure how, but I'll, I'll YouTube about it. I'll figure it out. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, that's just, I think if that's the whole idea and that's also what we're trying to uh, we're trying to put out there as well with the pot sound school is not just really good audio quality, but also, um, your passion and taking yourself really seriously and, and dreaming big and, uh, planning for success, you know?
1: Yeah, completely. And um, if you could give one piece of advice to the listeners who do create audio content on how to have, uh, how to focus on that really awesome sound quality, what would it be?
0: One piece of advice would be, well, uh, that's hard because there's mm-hmm. at least, <laughs> <laughs> that's hard yeah, yeah. I would say, um, yeah, there's so many little tidbits of advice, but I would say, oh man, that's so hard. Well, with podcasting specifically, it's probably um, a decent microphone and talk really nice and close to it. And whether it's a USB microphone, whether it's a microphone you're putting through a preamp, just get really nice. Don't be afraid to get really nice and close to it. Get a a pop filter. I actually use two pop filters um, so that I can get really close. And as you get close, you get just a crystal clear sound and it cuts out what's called uh, the noise to signal ratio. So the noise in your room uh, doesn't pick up as much because you're closer to the mic. And by you being closer to the mic, you can turn the input of it down. So it picks up less of the noise in the room. And that's really Sort of the traditional sound we're used to hearing in broadcast and stuff is, you know, where those broadcasters are just basically right on top of the microphone.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that's really great advice. The closer mm-hmm. you are, the, sl- the, the lower you can put the input. So it's just completely focusing on your voice and nothing else, basically.
0: Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. exactly. And then, of course, always wear always wear headphones and, and then... Of course, that's just the quickest piece of advice I could think of. There's so much more that goes into it. But that one thing that one thing alone, you'd be surprised how many people just don't really talk very close to their microphone.
1: No, that's a really good tip. Thank you. And I know you've got loads more, so that's a great segue into asking you, um, where can my listeners go to connect with you and find out more about what you guys do?
0: Well, you can find us on any of the social media at Pod Sound School. um, And then also we have podsoundschool.com, which will direct you towards all of our links. We have uh, our blog there, our YouTube channel there. You, You could also find us on YouTube just by searching Pod Sound School as well
1: yeah fab and i'll put the links to everything in the show notes for this episode as well so um everyone can just head on over to that and then they'll find the video that we've been talking about and links to all of your content as well which is great and um, so stephen thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today i really really do appreciate it and i'm yeah, going to keep following you guys um because i think you're awesome so thank you
0: yeah thank you so <laughs> much it's, it really was an honor thank you so much amy